I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit betterhelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. One is Mark and John's the other. They're just friends. They are not lovers. It's two old queens. It's two old queens. They're just sassy, not that mean. Two old queens. It's two old queens. Now shut up. Hello. Welcome to Duo Queens. I'm John Flynn. I'm Mark Rennie. Oh, Mark, I am so excited about our guest this week. Please let everyone know who is joining us. They're a writer and co-host of the podcast Better Than the Movie. It's Alan Trailer. Hello. <laughs> Whoa, dramatic. You sound like a, a whale. Uh, when in doubt, doubtfire, you know? <laughs> oh, sure. Of course, of course. <laughs> That's what they say. That is what they say. When in doubt, fire. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) Alan, I like to think of you as an action movie aficionado. Would you say that's fair? Absolutely. When do you think like the golden age of the action movie was? Clearly not now. Unless John McCore is amazing. There's some good ones now, but I I mean, I'm a child of the 90s, so it's always the 90s for me. More than the 80s. More than the 80s, because you got your Jean-Claude Van Damme's. Sure. You got your, you know, your Seagulls, or even though a lot of those were in the 80s, you got your, this movie, Demolition Man. You got like weird, the 90s were so weird with action because they were pairing it with every other genre they could. So you got like weird stuff like Last Action Hero, which is one of my absolute faiths. Yeah. I love a 90s action movie to death. <laughs> There's also like every comedy would end with like an action sequence. True. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Do you have like a favorite like of the like what do you think makes like a good action movie? I think you just have to have a ridiculous haircut. 
Uh, I'm thinking of the the hard target oh, massive name. Yeah, his his beautiful beautiful mullet. I think you need to have very very tight jeans. Sure. <laughs> I think you need to have a signature move. Uh, this is all John Claude Van Damme centric. Weirdly, uh, <laughs> <laughs> he is uh, kind of like that. That was his golden era. It was movies. his golden age. Yeah. Uh, I'm thinking of his splits specifically for his his special move. And I do think he does yeah. have like weird like gay crossover. Because he was like yeah. also one of the few action heroes who was also considered like a sex symbol. Yeah. Am I crazy? I don't think you're crazy. What do you I think? He's a very he's sexy the man in the 90s. considered sexy. Like, I know, like, I think Stallone is sexy in this movie. Sure. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, they're all like good look. You're like, I don't like, would you consider? But I guess like, in terms Bruce of like Willis action heroes action? who can't act. <laughs> yeah. Sure, sure, sure. Exactly. <laughs> the ones who are yeah, just yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I'm to only do action movies. I'm just this body. Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm just this body. <laughs> but it's also a face. Okay. That's right. And yet a face. And hair. Yeah. And yet a face. And you might run into him in like a yoga class. Doing his splits, of course. Yeah, exactly. Absolutely. Probably teaching. <laughs> well, we might as well get into it. Get into it. <laughs> I don't have anything else to say. <laughs> what do you think of 90s action? Are you an action movie fan, John? What would you say? I wouldn't say I'm a particular fan, but I tend to, I, I guess I just tend to see the big ones and I tend to enjoy them. Like when I'm forced to watch, they're not something that I typically seek out, but when I sit down and watch them, I usually laugh in ways time. that I didn't expect I was going to. Right. Well, they're that's sort wonderful. of like a, I mean, they're sort of like musicals and they're just sort of like instead of numbers, yeah. they're action sequences. And like, there are certain ridiculous things that if you like the form, you're like, yeah, of course. And if you don't like the form, you could criticize them. But it's like, shut up. Like, <laughs> that's not the point. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's yeah. Like, yeah. It's like, like when people are like, where's the band coming from? Why do they all know the same choreography? It's like, that's the dumbest critique. <laughs> Those Please people get are the worst. Here. Yeah. They're the worst. Yeah. I don't understand why they just start so it's like they, they couldn't just give yeah. up after that. It's like, no, of course not. Did you they work on that beforehand? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, do you want to live in a world where everything is just realistic and grounded? No. I yes, know. of That's course. That's boring. <laughs> exactly. There's also something very flamboyant about a 90s action movie. What do you think makes like an, a 90s different from an 80s? An 80s feels more, more hard baked, more like I'm a tough cop looking for revenge. Oh. Okay. And the 90s like feels a more like grisly crime yeah. based kind of like a little bit of res residual 70s. Yeah. Whereas the <laughs> 90s, they're like, there's always a comic relief. There's some sort of quirkiness, I feel like, especially in movies like this. There's always terrorists. There's always terrorists. Terrorists are big. Terrorists. You could used to be able to have fun with terrorists. Not anymore. Yeah. This terrorist is uh, Dennis Leary. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Who we, who, we, who we root for. Yeah, I know. God damn. His name movie. is friendly. You have to root for him. <laughs> well, we might as well get it. Speaking of friendly, <laughs> today we're talking about Demolition Man. John, what's the deal with Demolition Man? Mark, let me tell you the deal with Demolition Man. It was directed by Marco Brambilla. Brambilla. Screenplay by Daniel Walters, Robert Renault, and Peter M. Lenkov. And it tells the story of a police officer who is brought out of suspended animation in prison to pursue an old ultraviolet nemesis who is loose in a nonviolent future society. It stars Sylvester Stallone, Wesley Snipes, Sandra Bullock, Nigel Hawthorne, Benjamin Bratt, Dennis Leary, and Glenn Shattuck. The film was released on October 8th, 1993, and made $159 million off a budget of somewhere between $45 and $77 million. David Anson of Newsweek wrote, Demolition Man is a movie that should have been fun and isn't. Uh, Lewis Black of the Austin Chronicle didn't exactly agree, writing, If you don't really think about it, it isn't a bad ride. 
Uh, the movie spun off a line of toys, a video game, including a pinball machine, a comic book adaptation, and a novelization. And on May 4th, 2020, Stallone said a sequel was in development. And that is the deal with Demolition Man. So, Alan, we asked you to pick a movie and you immediately chose Demolition Man. I know. Why Demolition Man. I, I, I sort of have two answers for this. I have <laughs> the real answer and then the answer I sort of justified after the fact. Okay. Uh, the, the real answer is it took me 30 seconds and I, my brain was like, no, this is the movie. And, and this was, mind you, right after you texted me uh, to come up with the movie, I had literally just watched like Creed 3. Sure. And for some reason, my brain was like, no, Demolition Man. You got to go 90s action instead. <laughs> so the, the, the real answer is uh, I just love this movie to death. I've always loved this movie. I've seen it so many times. I almost thought I could probably get away with not watching it for this That's podcast. <laughs> I know It is bold. But you were like, why deny yourself? Right. Uh, and I'm glad I did because I watched it again. And I was like, oh, no. Did I pick like the straightest movie of all time on accident. I don't think you did. I don't think I did either, because I'm going to really juke the stats later on. Please. Hoping for the best. Honest up front, I appreciate that. (laughs) I have to go for it hard, because I I think I've made some crucial mistakes. Uh, (laughs) But the the justified answer is, one, that, that intro credit sequence of Stallone's bodice, his wax body under ice, (laughs) <laughs> yeah, sure. and single-handedly uh, Wesley Snipes campy as hell portrayal of Simon Phoenix. I've never seen him have this much fun as m- maybe the closest is to Wong Fu, but I don't even know how we all feel about that movie. I haven't seen that movie in years. I find it a little slow, honestly. Is it really? Yeah, I just find it a little drag. So it's a little, little sleepy. Hmm. But I also didn't. It's not what I watched when I was younger. Like I yeah. started watching like a few years ago. I was like, I saw that very young. For you whatever started watching reason. it a few years ago. I started watching it. Still haven't finished it. <laughs> Still on it somewhere. Well, that might be why you think it's slow. It's taking you two years to watch it. Uh, I watch it at point one x speed. Oh, that's okay. good. That's what the kids are doing. I think. Did you like Demolition Man the first time you saw it? Like, did oh, you absolutely. think like, oh, this is a new classic? Uh, me, I think was I was slow burn. I think honestly. I was too young to know yeah. good movies from bad movies. Sure. Uh, I think I saw it in theaters as a kid, if memory serves. So I don't think I, I think I was just like explosions, fun, quips. What more do you want? I, yeah. I love it. Yeah. Uh, awesome. What about you, John? Is this, have you seen Demolition Man before? Before yesterday, I had not seen Demolition. Wow. wow. <laughs> I had heard of it, but I didn't know. I just like knew that was a, one of like an action, an action movie, movie, but I didn't know like anything specific about it. But yesterday I was having lunch with a friend of mine and there, and I was like, oh, I have to watch uh, Demolition Man later. And he was like, oh, you're going to have fun. <laughs> so I was like, so I was like excited. So I mean, like I wasn't that that I wasn't excited, but I was like, OK, I'm just watching this movie. And then I was like, all right, this will be fun. It's a weird animal. It's such yeah. a weird hybrid of so many different things. And the the comedy kind of you see where it's like, I don't know. It's just like so <laughs> weird at so much, so much like Wesley Snipes, again, is having so much fun. You're right. Like, it's great. He seems like. Like a, a like a Looney Tune, like a cartoon. Like so much of it felt like this should be an animated movie. Yeah. Uh, some of it, it wasn't quite as smart as it thought it was. I was a little impatient with it at times. Like I wish there was. I know this is a crazy thing to say. It just probably goes with me earlier saying like, why did why why do they all know the same dance? <laughs> yeah. Uh, but like, I wish I had a little more nuance. Like I just wish like because like, right away, like you knew right away that Nigel Harthard was the actual villain. And I was like, oh, if the, yeah, you could play yeah. that a. But 
they're pretty open, open about, it. about it. Yeah. Yeah. But then I also felt like we know he's the villain. Let's just get the, you know, like that's why I got a little bit impatient with it at times. Oh. But overall, like super funny. So we, it's also one of those things where like in the dystopian future of 2032, we're like, I love that. Not that far away. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. There were times where like, there hasn't been crime here in 16 years. I'm like, that didn't play out. No. Nope. Uh, and it is funny how like there's this sort of it is. It was so weird to be like, oh, this movie came out in 93 because there's stuff of like making fun of like not making fun of woke snowflake people. But like sort of that's what they're doing. I don't know. I found it very interesting like really fun to look at fun like i over yes i absolutely had a great time my friend was correct how about you mark what is your history with demolition man i too saw in the theater i remember always thinking like it was never like top tier for me but i've seen it since then and it just gets better i do think it gets better with age and time like it does Mm -hmm. seem like weirdly ahead of its time yeah in so many ways but then also the action's great it's like a comfort movie for me now like i like it doesn't take itself too seriously actually we watched it with my family over Christmas. Cause like, we just had like, let's just put something on that we can all relax to. And just, you're <laughs> that's always, delightful. <laughs> that's delightful. We can all relax to demolition, man. but this we've all seen perfect. it. And it is like funny and light. Doesn't take itself too seriously. Yeah. It's not like a grisly upsetting movie in any way, yeah. you know, no, I like a good glib movie every once yeah. in a while. Yeah. And glib, I just think yeah. I love the world building of it. I love like, what's so rare to get something like this anymore where you just like, here's a brand new universe, but we're also not spending two hours like explaining how it all works <laughs> right, you right, know right. and you then it ends the when it code. ends right. we're not setting up a sequel <laughs> at the end you know uh-huh. it just like he gets over his dead wife very quickly yeah and There's maybe like, not meeting his like, daughter daughter yeah like, <laughs> yeah <laughs> but honestly great do we need him to no I mean, he's still probably <laughs> i mean i think they could have just cut that scene and then would that wouldn't have been an issue at sure. all yeah <laughs> But I do think it's just like a romp and it's just like it's a blast. And I do think I just uh, I think it should be in the Criterion Collection at this point. Just in terms of agreed. (laughs) Yeah. John, do you agree? (laughs) You know what? I need to let it age. I need to let it age. You know what? If if The Rock can be in the Criterion, then I think Demolition is Armageddon is. Well, that was that Aerosmith song. (laughs) <laughs> and this has, this has a Sting Man song by Sting. Yeah. Everyone's right. favorite. And Grace Jones. Sure, you're right. All right, uh, you're right. Criterion. <laughs> All right, it fits. Well, uh, let's get into it, Alan. As you may or may not know, but I suspect you do. We're looking for the gayest movies ever. So we have a complex and Byzantine scoring system with which to judge them. So we're going to go through a ton of categories. And at one point, you are going to come up with a category, and it will be added, added to the. What does that mean? Don't worry about it. We'll explain it when we get to it. But this is our current top five gayest movies ever. This is what you're up against. In fifth place with a 90.37% Madonna, Truth or Dare. In fourth place with a 92.20% Showgirls. In third place with a 92.99% The Bride of Frankenstein. In second place with a 93.21% Hedwig and the Angry Inch. And number one, still reigning champ with a 94.83% is Female Trouble. All right, so if you had to guess now, Alan, how well do you think Demolition Man is going to do? Oh God, uh, <laughs> I think ah, I, I, it, when if I juke the stats correctly, I'm I'm hoping, <laughs> I'm hoping for 40 percent, forties, somewhere in there, forties. Okay. I, I think it's going to be still low. All right. Unless unless the all wheel right. really saves me. I'm really banking on the wheel. <laughs> wow. Sure. We all must. We all have to spin the wheel. We, no we all. Uh, <laughs> you know what? No, no. Think. I'm going to say I'm going to say 65. Let's go. 65. Oh, 65. It. OK, that's reasonable. I think so. <laughs> that's a solid C. 
for an Arnold and Wesley Snipes action movie, that's like getting uh, uh, Arnold. I think you mean Sly. Sly, Sly. Sorry. Yeah. Sorry. Wow. I'm gonna I just hope I beat uh, Jingle All the Way. Yeah. It's got it's got to be that. <laughs> oh yeah. Where is Jingle All the Way? Jingle All the Way is currently in 168th place with 33.02%. So you're saying you think you can beat that? Oh, absolutely. I think so. Well, <laughs> absolutely. Let's, let's get into it. The first group of categories are the canon categories. So for these, we'll each be given a score between 0 and 100. Then we'll take the average of all three of our scores. So, Alan, what would you give Demolition Man on a scale of 0 to 100 in actual gay characters? Uh, I, I think mean, there's, there's only associate Bob. one. Yeah, associate associate Bob, Bob for I would sure. say Dr. Cocteau. You think? I, as I, well, I, Nigel Hawthorne playing him? Yeah. Dr. Co- and listen to this. I was watching what? it this time uh-huh. with the gay, my gay prism on. Okay, this time. The first time. <laughs> watching Demolition Man, anyways. Yeah. Uh-huh. He's very aristocratic. This, this is the first, this is one of the first movies I've maybe since uh, Starship Troopers to present like a gay fascist future. Yes. Because the most powerful man in this society, the man who created this society is Dr. Cocteau. Okay. Right? Yes. Yes. And uh, <laughs> earlier in the movie, Sandra Bullock says AIDS started. Then there was a big STDs, a flood of STDs after that. So I think Dr. Cocteau is like a, imagine like a Bond or a Batman villain whose motivation came from like AIDS. The it's like house? A, yeah. Like I think he has such a fear. He's been so scared okay. of like STDs that now he's gone the other way. So he's totally uptight. It's seemingly sexual, sexually liberated, but they're, all, they're so scared of fluids yeah. and penetration and Not also... Sure. Abortions no, outlawed, so that's a white gay for you. Abortion, <laughs> <laughs> abortion. His main henchman, like Simon Graham, is what you're saying. Yeah, <laughs> his main henchman, Simon Phoenix, is a drag queen. I think you could say a drag queen yeah. could easily yeah, play sure. Simon Phoenix. Definitely. All the cops are dressed like Tama Finland characters. <laughs> yes, they are. <laughs> uh-huh. There's a real uh, obsession on fussiness and tidiness. And heterosexually isn't considered the norm because at one point Sandra Bullock's character says, oh, this is how heterosexual men fight. Not presuming, yeah. not just saying this is how men fight. She makes a point to say heterosexual men. So this is a world yeah. where heterosexuality is not considered the norm. It's not the default. Right. It's not the default. So she I think this is very much a gay it. fascist yeah. future. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I think there's at least two. And I think all men in power are gay in this. Even the, the main I think Warden con- Smithers might be. I also thought Smithers. the May Smithers for sure. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's immediately why I thought that. Yes. <laughs> and the main cop played by Bob Gumpton. Bob Gumpton. Gumpton. Oh, yeah. He's pretty fussy. So I think it's sure. the only mo- I looked up even because, you know, there's like Afrofuturism. I'm like, well, where's the queer futurism? There's not a lot. Uh-huh. There's not a lot. So that's an open question of the art. Where's the queer futurism? So it's in demolition man. that you're got, not getting any traction on right now. Maybe make it set in the queer futurism. Hollywood is always looking for Hollywood. something brand new. That is true. Never been done yeah. before. <laughs> <laughs> that isn't Marvel. That's absolutely yeah. what they're looking that for. That isn't Marvel. So the two, uh, there's at least two. For yeah, sure. I think we can okay, say two yeah. for sure. But maybe, maybe the warden as well. Maybe. I think, well, that's it. There's a way in which this movie and in the future, they're all like, it's almost like it's tough to tell. Like, when you like for British people, sometimes be like, are they gay or are they British? That's what I was they, saying. It's the, like it's, they're yeah. all kind of neutered a bit. So it all, they, right. they all feel not alpha e. They not, they don't feel like more like traditionally like male, you know what I mean? So yeah. there's a way in which you can be like, maybe they're gay and it, they don't work against it right. as yeah. much. And also, they mentioned Jeffrey Dahmer. Oh, yeah. 
And they get he gets name checked. So then uh, hundred. <laughs> you're, claim, you're, you're claiming Jeffrey Dahmer. OK, he is a gay person. <laughs> that is true. That I'm is not, true. It's not saying actually good. Gay right, characters. Right. You got to take the good and the bad. Yeah, yeah, you got we got to come on. We look at uh, these <laughs> things with eyes open, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so what do we think for actual gay characters? Um, I'm going to I'm going to go. I'm going to go 50 percent. 50. Yeah. Yeah, I'll give it a 50 as well. Mm-hmm. 50. This makes me happy. I too am going to give it a 50. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I think my first option has to be reasonable. Then I'll I'll go insane. The juking from here on will out. begin. <laughs> yes. The further we go. <laughs> you get drunker and drunker with Yes, power. with power. <laughs> well, I got an average of 50. That's which right. Is okay. 43 points higher than Tootsie. I bet Demolition wow. Man could beat up Tootsie. Yeah, definitely. Where's where's Tootsie in Super Smash Brothers? That's my question. <laughs> All right, our next category: gay icons. How are we doing on gay icons? Well, what we got think- my favorite, Glenn Shattuck. Yeah, we got yeah. Shattuck. We love those him. in this. Uh, what do we think about Sandra Bullock? Sandy B. Yeah, like I feel like gays like her. Like she's not like a problematic person. Well, I think I very like, her biggest thing is probably like miscongeniality for the gays, you know? Mm. Yeah, probably that. Like, that's what I was trying to think. Like, what's her like big gay movie that the gays like? We While you're asleep, this? any of her rom-coms probably. I guess so. Maybe, yeah. Do gays like Bird Box? I don't think so. No. <laughs> <laughs> we love birds. But don't we put love... in a box. No. Did Let anyone it be like free. Bird Box? <laughs> I read the book. The book was good. That doesn't say anything about the movie. I didn't bother because I was like, how are you going to do this? in a? it works in a book where you just like I people have their eye. They're blindfolded and can't see anything. And you're in their head. But in a movie. Come on. Boss is tacky, maybe. That's tacky. (laughs) Uh, I don't know if Sandra Bullock is a huge gay icon, but also Nigel Hawthorne, an out gay man. Sure. Yeah. Benjamin Bratt. He sort of like had like a big hot moment in the 90s. A lot for... of gay men like Benjamin Bratt. Do they really? Sure. I don't think because they're a gay icon, though. He's just like a hunger. No, but he was like a top tier hottie for a bit. If we're just talking beautiful men. That's oh, yeah. coming up. Then. Okay. okay. Yeah. <laughs> and then I think Grace Jones is in the theme song with uh, That's true. With Sting. So you got to give some points for Grace Jones. But yeah, oh, there's, absolutely. Not, there's not a ton. No. Not a ton, but I feel I got to give it a Glenn Shaddix bump because I think we have of to. Course. Yeah, he's huge. Yeah. Yeah. Rest in power. Rest in power. But that's about Taco Bell. It's no, a gay icon. Not a gay icon. No. <laughs> what do you mean, John? Well, you don't Absolutely like Taco Bell. Not. No, I don't like Taco Bell at all. You don't like Taco Bell. Oh, no, I think it's, I've <laughs> had two bites of Taco Bell in my life. One, the second time I was like, I can't even finish this. I think it's gross. I don't know. There's something in Taco Bell that my body physically rejects completely. And yet you eat ass. <laughs> Nothing. One in the same, John. <laughs> What's one of the same? If you get through one, you can get through the Depends other. Depends on the ass. <laughs> Depends on the Taco Bell. <laughs> Not investing the time. Is it clean? Out. It's the same issue. Is it clean? It's fine. Uh-huh. <laughs> um, well, what do you want to give this for uh, gay icons? <sighs> Will the juke oh, begin? I, I, it feels wrong to juke here, but you know what? I'm going to do it anyways. 80%. 80. <laughs> 80%. Yeah. You were kidding. Right out the gate. Wow. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to go with actually <laughs> 41. 41. Uh, I'll go 50. I got to give at least 50 anytime Glenn Shaddix shows up. Maybe yeah. we should do a Glenn Shaddix like retrospective. What, what are, are other, other ones? Oh, that would be fun. Beetlejuice, of course. 
We've already done. We've done, that done, already. We done yeah. uh, Planet of Planet of the Apes, the Tim yeah, Burton one. one. He's in Planet of the Apes. Yeah, I have his picture on the wall on my wall. He's in oh, Chairman yeah. of the Board with the uh, the Carrot Top <laughs> movie. Oh, I remember oh, the Carrot Top <laughs> movie. Yes. <laughs> oh, he plays Herman Goring, the Nazi war criminal in The Empty Mirror. Oh, that Jeez. sounds like oh, fun. Oh boy. Oh boy. He's, uh, he's also is... in Dunstan Checks In. Oh, and Sleepwalkers. Sleepwalkers is fun. Oh, the the oh. cat incest movie. Thing? Yeah, cat <laughs> incest. Sign me up. Well, they turn into cats, and there's like a it's weird a mother incest thing with duo. the mother and son. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, I'm Stephen King screenplay. Who would have oh. guessed? And guess what? <laughs> Actually, it's a little it campy sense. and weird. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, he's also in Heather's. We haven't done Heather's. We haven't done Heather's. Oh, that's surprising to me. That's a good one. Put it on the list. <laughs> Hey, it got a 57 in gay icons, which is 12 points lower than the Philadelphia story. That is Catherine Hepburn. Mm-hmm. All right. We might make up some points here. The queer gays. How much can you tell like the cameras providing queer imagery for perhaps a queer audience? There are a lot of hunks in this movie. It is a there hunk are. heavy movie. It's a very yeah. hunk heavy movie. A lot of snacks in this movie. Sly does look great, and it Sly, is fun to see him. Frozen, that was like, yeah, okay. that whole but intro you know sequence. That, that was like, yeah. Here you go. <laughs> I think he looks better here than he does in his like Rambo years, like because he's not as. Like, I, was to and... I think this might be the best I think he's ever looked. Yeah, yeah. Most I also like that he's sure. having fun. You know, he's like, yeah, he's also he camping it up a bit. Yeah, oh, he plays the comedy really well. I thought. I think he plays it well, but it doesn't sit right on him. Yeah, they do get in and out with his jokes. They're like, mm, a lot of yeah, it's almost like it's a, it's it feels like a comic doing a different comics root material to me. Like it's like, yeah, yeah, they know, do feel like, like alternate. Like he takes. was trying to be Dennis Leary, but like Dennis Leary's in the oh, movie no. is someone else kind of thing. <laughs> Even though Dennis Leary has his own little rant, but yeah, I, it felt to me like this is comic comic timing for someone else. But he's doing a good job. You're right, but I just don't like. He's just not a great actor, but he's a great movie star. Yeah, it's true. Benjamin Bratt looks really hot in this. Mm-hmm. And very innocent. Very, very, very innocent. Yeah. <laughs> Dennis Leary kind of looks face. cute in this too. Okay, John, now you're losing it. And you want to eat Taco Bell? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know about the Dennis he made, Leary. To me, he looked like Ted Neely from the Juice Card Superstar movie. Like This is when your East Coast <laughs> background is coming out. Uh-huh. Uh, Smethers has that hunk on a rack. He's the what? There's a hunk on a like Smithers has a hunk on like a rack in the open. And when you first see Smithers, there's a guy like chained. To oh, rack. yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Jack, Jack Black was in this movie. Yeah, he's one of the scrappers. The I think. didn't realize that. Yeah. And also those cop yeah. uniforms are very, uh, very form fitted, very yeah. tight, yeah. very toit, very uh, V frame friendly. And I do think just the slickness, it is like just such like a fun movie to look at. Like everything yeah. is anything that could be shiny is shiny. You, you know, in that opening sequence, yeah. they are like dripping with sweat during that whole <laughs> yeah. like fire sequence. There's that. Well. I remember watching Entertainment Tonight when they were like filming that stunt because it was like a huge explosion at the yeah. time. And I remember thinking like, I can't wait to see this movie. <laughs> I know this yeah. is just an infomercial, but I was like, I am pumped to see a big explosion. I mean, they with blow the weird up a building. Cord thing. They yeah. blow up a ton of it's stuff. a good stunt. Yeah, it's a good stunt. It was in such a banana way. It's not a stunt. It's just straight up an explosion. They explode <laughs> yeah. a building. <laughs> well, the thing out the jumping out of the helicopter is a stunt. Oh, true, true. Yeah, with like a bungee jump. It was. I'm not sure, hilarious. but what the the goal was there. It's not really much of a bungee. He just 
falls out of a helicopter like a and doesn't yeah. die. Yeah, yeah. Uh, well, what do you want to give this for the queer gaze? Uh, I'm really banking on that that intro sequence under the glass. And mm, it's a lot, though. It is a lot. And it's very in focus. That thing used to be in a planet Hollywood. So you could like eat under Sylvester Stallone. I, I do remember seeing it at a wax thing. museum as, as a kid, too. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I'm going to wow. give it I'm going to give it a uh, 70. 70. Yeah. I'll give it a 64. 64. Uh, I'll give it a be real gross and give it a 69. Give it an average gross. of gross. gross. Nice. 67.67, <laughs> which is 17, uh, 16.43 points higher than Star Trek II The Wrath of Khan. Wow. And that has a even with chest that chess piece. Yeah, it's, it's a not man. a piece. It's real. It's that's been oh, that's right. It is real, isn't it? Mm-hmm. It is real. Believe, but it is Believe. a piece. I do. It is a it's piece. a it's a piece and a, it's piece. a piece of art. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Our next category: the Mike Pence anxiety scale. How much anxiety do you think this movie would give Mike Pence? I mean, it's dystopian, and I don't yeah. think that makes him comfortable. But no. it's also pretty neutered. But then it's also pro life. Yeah, pro life. But I don't think I've watching this is like, man, I wish our cops were like this, like just kind of like dopey, easily overwhelmed. But <laughs> you like, mean, you mean like when they're looking at YouTube on how to. Right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? They seem like genuinely nice, good hearted people, you know? Yeah, like, right. Wow. What a this is in some ways it's a utopia. In some ways it's a dystopia. Yeah. It's yeah. not all bad. It's which not is all the message bad. at the movie, you know, like you guys got to figure this mm-hmm. out. Both sides of this. Yeah. Meet in the middle. Right. Meet in the middle. It does have like a gay energy to the whole thing. People get like a lot of flowing robes. Oh, like, I Nigel Hawthorne's like very like uh, giving you Pope. Very Pope. <laughs> Fuzzy OCD. He seems like one of like those neat freaks who actually likes getting shit on. Sure. <laughs> like most of them do. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah. don't know if it's that crazy for Mike Pence. I don't I, think I, so either. I feel like it's, it's violent, but it could not go either gory. way. Yeah. It is a weirdly like Christian sanctioned world with the cursing and stuff like that. It feels like know. a world run by like, oh, this is like if Gen Z or the people or like the people, the most extreme people on the Internet, like I don't like to see sex scenes. Yeah. Or like this is there. They're now they're in running the world. It's yeah. a it's a world run by hall monitors for, for sure. I was also thinking like, oh, they said there was a big quake and this is like new Santa Monica. So is this actually Palm Springs? And that's why it's run by gay men. <laughs> Could be. Could be. Okay, oh, I was doing a lot of world building. <laughs> I was really filling. <laughs> Are you blank. working on the sequel, Mark? Yeah, I should. It seems like you're working. I was thinking the villain this time has to be a reflection of uh, Doctor Cocktail. Like the Simon Phoenix has to be like a more extreme Doctor Cocktail. You know, like that it has to be that persona because we've already done. You know, Simon Phoenix is the most like liberal. The most uh, he's like represents the Ripper side of things. Yeah, he's just chaos. He's chaos. So it's right. the other, the main heavy now needs to be order. Okay. Okay. Who are you thinking for the leash? Mark, you've, <laughs> yeah, let's, you've already you got to Rio. I don't started, know. It sounds like. <laughs> <laughs> well, what do we want to give this for the Mike Pence anxiety scale? I think I'm going to go safe here again. I feel like he'd be mostly okay with that. I'm going to go, I'm going to go 75. 75, mostly safe. <laughs> I think, yeah, I agree. He's the thing he's mostly say okay with that. I'm gonna go 36. 36. <laughs> I'm going right down the middle and give it a 50. I think yeah. like there's some things he'll like, some things he'll be horrified by. Yeah. A woman being oh uh free with her sexuality, despite how that sexuality is uh all through a headset. 
yeah, done, enacted. The government controls when you can become pregnant. It seems like, mm. I don't know. Hey, got to figure a bunch of things. He's like, I like it, but not in that way. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mother, what, the, whatever that means. Like, <laughs> he watches it once mother goes to bed. <laughs> hey, got a 53.67 tying it with a Philadelphia story. Mm. Wow. All right. The next category. Hell on heels. How are we doing on feisty ladies? Uh, I think well, Huxley's doing... pretty good. She's pretty sweet. She's so, well, she does sweet. kick ass, though. That's true. The one she, I really trained. like the scene when she like tracks down the car. Like she knows when you get to see her be like a cop, a detective, right, got to be good at it. That yeah, scene yeah, was yeah. really fun. Mm-hmm. And also there's that bitchy woman at dinner. The bitchy. Woman oh, yeah. Who calls him a Neanderthal. Yeah. The, yeah, the one her. I thought was that little girl who when like a reporter goes up and she goes, fuck you, lady. <laughs> yeah, that was great. <laughs> I went right to that column. <laughs> I kind of yeah. like uh, rat burger grilling lady. She's not very feisty, but she's having fun with it. She was a little free to call out that lady. Yeah. yeah. Not yeah, a like lot if of he ladies. had given her a bad time, she would have given it back. Yeah, of course. Yeah. And she actually helps him out because he likes the rat burger so much. Mm-hmm. See, it pays off. It pays. To be nice. Be yeah. nice to your waiters. <laughs> <laughs> yes, only your waiters, though, not other people. No, 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 no. Yeah, there's yeah. not a lot of women in this movie. Um, mostly Sandra yeah. Bullock doing yeah. heavy lifting. And she's mostly just like sweet. Yeah. But she kicks ass when she has to. But that she's very correct. direct when she's sweet. You could be sweet well. in Hell on Heels. Do you, can't you? Don't you think? I guess so. <sighs> I still think like, because this formerly was strident women. So I tend to be yeah. more like, I tend to lean more that way. Like, but I agree, you can be sweet and kick ass in case anyone was going to come at me for that. <laughs> I think you could be more worried about these Taco Bell fans, John. I'm really. <laughs> yeah, Taco they're coming Bell for you. them. I'm not doing anything to Taco I Bell. I do think Taco Bell would win the franchise wars. I think more people would vote Taco Bell. Yeah, they're just the most right? ratchet choice by far. So, yeah. They win every time. They but win. Then, Doritos, well, if, come if on. that happened, don't you think then Taco Bell would also be like, we have burgers and we have, like, they would just become one thing? It seemed like that's what happened because I don't they're not eating like Taco Bell in the restaurant, food, are they? Gotcha. The food, they're just I mean, eating. they were because it's Taco Bell. But they're yeah. just every yeah. restaurant. Hard to say. You don't get Hard a good say. look at that food. That'll be in the sequel. <laughs> you flesh that out for us. Mark, yeah. you've got a whole scene there. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's a whole scene where you see it in the kitchen. <laughs> it's real meat cute at the Taco yeah. Bell. <laughs> um, what do you want to get? Yeah. Focus Hell. on the franchise wars themselves. OK, prequel. The franchise. Yeah, there you go. Oh, miniseries. <laughs> Well, yeah. HBO Max, I guess. Trench warfare. Let's do it all the way. Quench warfare. A trench warfare. But yes, yes. Quench <laughs> is better. <laughs> uh, what do you want to give this for Hell on Heels, Alan? I think I have to be reasonable on this one. I, there's sure. just so very few women in the actual movie. I got to go. I'm going to go 35. 35. I'll go 27. 27. I'll go 38. Given an average of 33.33. That seems that's a fun number. All right. Uh, next one. Drag queen inspiration. Could a drag queen watch this movie and come away with a whole book of ideas? I think so. I think so. <laughs> I mean, even yeah. the Taco Bell uniforms, they're like flamingo dancers almost. Yeah. Very interesting. Yeah. Simon Phoenix's looks. Oh, I love that he has two yeah. different colored eyes. That was cute. Yeah. I wonder with, with why that choice. It, there's like no... He really is like you could put Simon reasonable. Phoenix in like a Joel Schumacher Batman movie and not have Absolutely. to change a thing. Nope. Yeah. 
and he's he's talking to himself all the time and he's cracking right. himself up. He's right, laughing yeah. at his own jokes, like. But yeah. then he's also like really good in the fight scenes. Like Wesley Snipes is a yeah. great physical performer. Oh, of course, oh, yeah. Everything. Uh, Sandra's jewel desk. Remember, she wears that de- dress made out of oh, jewels. The, 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 the oh, yeah. And then John Spartan's original Spartan with the beret. Oh, right, right, right. And then mm-hmm. all the kimonos. Oh, and the, yeah, Glenn all Shattuck's the flowing alone. robes, all the kimonos. Um, John, yeah, the real Mad Max vibe. Yeah. What? Sorry. <laughs> Just trying to think of all these different looks I could pull. There's so many, John. I <laughs> yeah. think you could have a. I think you could have a Demolition Man night. You wouldn't want to do just that sting song, of course. I don't think I think we're fine if we never hear it, honestly. <laughs> I don't think anyone would be complaining. Yeah, that's there's a reason they stick it at the very end. <laughs> I wish this guy made more movies, the Marco, instead of just like these video art installations. Oh, I know. It's an incredible movie. Yeah. I wonder Have what Have you happened. seen his video for I know he's problematic, but Kanye West Power, he did that video. Oh, he did that one. It's just like Ooh, a constant remember, yeah. like scroll. Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, he's they're beautiful. Uh, yeah, what do we think for drag queen inspiration? I think pretty high. Uh, I, I'm gonna go, and this is just my gut speaking. I'm gonna go 85. 85. Yeah, I think like Wesley Snipes, especially as a character, and also apparently it, his look is what inspired Dennis Rodman to dye his hair. Huge. And Dennis Rodman wow. isn't technically a drag queen, but he also did drag. Yeah. And the NBA. So there you go, John. This is wonderful. For that I will go. What twenty? Go... <laughs> <laughs> Fine, twenty. I know. Uh, I'll go eighty-one. Eighty-one. Yes. yes. John, joining the cult. <laughs> We're getting them. The I've been demolished. Oh, been dem- <laughs> demolition, man. <laughs> huh? What does that mean? <laughs> Nothing. Um, I'll give it a 88. Give an average of 84.67, which is the highest we've had oh, in the last uh, six movies. <laughs> That's great. But it makes sense. Sci-fi, future world. Yeah. You know, yeah, there's yeah, a, definitely. Lot. a lot of and it does. Uh, it looks great. Uh, finally, the last of the canon categories. Ellen, on a scale of zero to 100, how likely are you to recommend Demolition Man to a gay person? Uh, I would re- recommend this to anyone everyone i'm not trying to be a loophole guy uh <laughs> just trying to be fair and even thank um. you <laughs> alan and i used to work together at a bookstore so he was always recommending you think i know obscure movies john yeah i've got he some. knows <laughs> okay. i'm surprised that if the i, movie I like, chose wasn't picked demolition, demolition i know okay. <laughs> if i had said i've never seen demolition man what would your reaction be I would have probably lost my mind because I know you like action <laughs> movies as well. Yeah. I would have been like, that's not possible. I don't think <laughs> yeah. that's possible. Yeah. yeah. Um, but I, I do think it is it is worth it for Rodman alone. I think uh, I think you could find a lot. Or Jesus, Rodman. I think it's worth it for Snipes alone. I, I, I think it's I think it's very recommendable to a gay person. Um uh, I, I don't a number to that. I, uh, yeah, <laughs> what's a what's a sexy number? Uh, other than sixty nine, uh, let's go eighty eight. Eighty eight. Mm-hmm. I agree. I think it's smarter and fun, but it still doesn't feel like essential for a gay person to see. But I no. think there's a lot of good fun stuff in it, and for what it is, I do think it's like an interesting entry in this genre, as it were. 
Uh, I don't think it's like quite as smart as it thinks it is, but I will give it a 74. Is that just a way of saying you think you're smarter than the movie, John? <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> I think that is what people say when they mean that. <laughs> I'm smarter than this movie. Um, you I think, think you're it's... smart? I'm smart. <laughs> yeah, how dare you? <laughs> this is a challenge. <laughs> <sighs> Where are my gloves? I do think it's a fun one. Like If you're like... And also, like, if you don't like action movies, I think this is one is like light on its feet enough. It's not too heavy. It's not grisly. Yeah, yeah. There's no like upset. There's nothing like truly upsetting. It's so in cartoony. It. It's so. I mean, he's also, he's munching on the scenery every Wesley time. Snipes is, Wesley Snipes is like truly insane. Just choking on the scenery. But then you have all the fun like fish out of water stuff with Sly and Sandra and like those got all those. Everyone's yeah. so like affable in it. You yeah. know, it's just like it goes down. Uh, great. And also, it flies by. This thing True. moves like a bullet. It's longer than I remember. It's two too. hours it's like, and it's it moves all, like a yeah. bullet. It does. I always you know what I mean? The pacing is really great. Um, yeah. I'll give it a 90. Yes. Give it an average of 84, which is 3.33 points higher than the Philadelphia story. I would recommend this over the Philadelphia <laughs> story. <laughs> Honestly. Fair enough. Fair enough. <laughs> uh, all right. Now we are into the wheel category. Winning wheel. All right, so these categories are categories previous guests, such as yourself, have brought in. We put them all on this wheel, which is an app on my phone. You can see all the different categories. Oh, good gravy. So we're going to spin it once. Whatever category pops up, that's what we'll use to judge the movie. Then Mark and I are going to pick a category from the wheel that we think would be good for this movie. Then we have another wheel that listeners have submitted categories. We're going to spin that once. And then finally, Alan, you are going to come up with a category, which we'll use to judge this movie and then add to this wheel so we can use it for potential all future movies. Make sense? Yeah. <laughs> All right, cool. Here we go. It's spinning. Well groomed. Well groomed. Oh. I think every, there's a lot yeah. of well groomed people. Like all the cops are well groomed. Mm -hmm. Yeah, there's not a single stash in the in the whole thing. I can't decide if Benjamin Bratt looks hotter in this or the River Wild. River Wild, he wears little short ranger shorts though. Mm-hmm. I haven't seen He's that. pretty damn hot in this. You've never though. seen the River Wild, John? River Wild's know. one of my favorite 90s thrillers. Okay. Meryl Streep, John. <laughs> I've heard of her. <laughs> Is that when they go whitewater rafting? It's, she gets like diehard on a raft, essentially. <laughs> <laughs> but honestly, it's one of those movies that would be just on HBO all the time whenever you're flipping oh, right. channels. It would just be yeah. on it. I would always watch it to the end. All right. You know, it's a great movie. Uh, but well groomed. I think there's I, a lot of people. Yeah, the site is so clean and about. Yeah, so yeah, it's very like fussy and. If Glenn yeah. Shaddock's like haircut, which I actually like liked his haircut. I was like, that's like cool. <laughs> I, think. Yeah. I couldn't pull it off, but as he's wearing the kimono, <laughs> it all it all fits. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. <laughs> yeah. It's not What's an everyday nice? haircut, but sure. No, no, no. <laughs> it's an not an every gay haircut either. <laughs> Isn't it weirdly similar to to uh, Simon Phoenix's haircut as well? There's a certain architectural so a symmetry there. Yeah. There's a symmetry. Yes. yes. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Sandra Bullock is well groomed. Only people who aren't well groomed are those rebels. Right. What are they called? Rippers? Scrappers? Uh, scrappers, scrappers, I think. Yeah, yeah. I think just scraps or scrappers, yeah. Scraps, I think, is right. But you know, they're just wearing like Mad Max light stuff. So it's yeah. they're still they're, yeah. they're still fairly like clean. Yeah. Yeah. So zero to a hundred, Alan. What do you want to give it? Oh, let's just be modest. Uh, one zero zero. Yeah, full hundred. hundred. On yeah. <laughs> one of the most well-groomed movies you've ever seen. I think so. Yeah, I can't think of one. I'll More give groomed. it a ninety. Ninety. 
I'll go 95 because it's got to be. That's the scrappers. Taking people from 100. Dennis Leary. Yeah. His beard Uh, is still well cropped, though. That's true. Uh, Given an average of 95, it won't grow up. Now it's host choice. I only had one, I had two. Okay, I had a couple, but what did you choose? My first one was phallic imagery because those cops carry those rods. Remember, it's a gay police Mm -hmm. force, so they're walking around with like space dildos. And they sing beautifully, those rods. (laughs) They sing, they hum. (laughs) (laughs) And the other one was just topping challenge because that is like the sly Leslie dynamic kind of. But what were yours, John? I I had dramatic smoking because uh, Wesley Snipes has that thing with the cigarette and the gasoline that was very dramatic. Gun cocking. There was a lot of cocking of a gun. Mm. That's from Double Holiday, as you may recall. I had shattered glass, of course. Titular gun cocking song. is from Double Holiday. Yep, the Hallmark movie. Yep, <laughs> when we just did. Uh, yeah, a couple months ago. <laughs> and then I had a more recent one: ironic detachment from heteronormative traditions. Oh, that's a listener submitted. That's from our listener, Electra's Quiplet. I was like, Jenny came up with gun cocking? (laughs) Oh, I just know it's from what movie it's from. Okay. What was the last one? Um, From Star Trek II, Wrath of Khan, ironic detachment from heteronormative traditions. Hmm. What do you think, Alan, of the ones we've thrown out? Any? I like the dramatic gun cocking. Um, We usually don't get a lot of guns in our movies that we we get on this podcast. Yeah. What was your first one, Mark? It was phallic imagery. They're kind of sister categories. Yeah, right? they're kind of very, they're, I mean, the guns the are same. also, yeah. <laughs> well, let's do gun cocky then. Yeah, I think I like gun cocky. Let's make John happy. Oh, fine. Then I'll continue with the podcast. <laughs> Thank God. There's a lot of gun cocky in the movie. It's, it's so. mostly yeah. gun cocking. Yeah. Although they do get away with like not having guns constantly. Which is nice. Yes, I agree. Yeah, a lot so of grappling. Like, well, let's have another fun fighting. thing because there's a way. Like, if you really are doing guns, there's not a lot of like hand to hand fighting that makes sense. No. Yeah. And I really love the last act. Like Simon Phoenix's comeuppance is really great. Like the whole claw thing, and then like yeah. it's a callback too. Yeah. Yeah. They use like good job of like what else would happen if things are like frozen, and then like oh the bar <laughs> he could just run through those bars. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Right. It's really fun action. Barrel chest to those bars. <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, what do you want to give this for gun cocking? Ooh, I think for the for the museum scene alone, where he's just going giddy over the guns, uh, and when he gets his whole crew in the underworld, mm. I think I'm going to go pretty high for gun cocking. I think gonna, is this out of a hundred as well? It's just it is. correct. Uh, also, go... the first sequence, there's a lot of gun cocking going on. True. Uh, oof. I'm going to go ninety. I think ninety. Yeah, I'll go ninety three. 93. I'll go 92. Giving an average of 91.67. Pretty great. All right. Now we're into our listener category. The listener category. So this is another wheel. Not fewer categories, but equally important and beloved. So here we go. Could Divine have played a role in this film? I could mean, Div- Divine have played a role in this film. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, you could see Divine was Simon where- Phoenix. Or could be. Dr. Cocteau. Yeah. This could have been Divine's Norbit. Yeah. (laughs) Absolutely. Wesley Snipes is doing a drag performance. I think so. Yeah. This comes from our listener, Tommy Schwan. 
Uh, they said, if had she not left us so soon or I become more mainstream while still with us, could Divine have played any role in this film? Absolutely. I mean, also, they could have been associate Bob, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. This would have been a huge Divine movie. Gone too soon. Uh, I'm going to go 95. Uh, 95. I'm going to go full 100. Oh, man. I think there's just like a bunch of versions. Like, they're obviously very different movies. Like, if Divine is is Phoenix, it's a very different movie than if it's But I would love to see either version of that movie. So, absolutely. Great new category. Thank you. And if you you, want to submit a category, you can find a link to the Google form in our show notes. So, Mark, can you say your score? Yeah, oh, I didn't a hundred. All right. How how am I juking the stats and still being the lowest? <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> I'm not doing this very well. You're not juked enough. <laughs> I'm not juked nearly enough. Need some human growth hormone. Start juking. <laughs> all right, Alan. The time has come for you to add a category that we can use to judge how gay Demolition Man is and all future movies when we add it to the wheel. Any thoughts? I, I did have one when I was watching the movie. Mm. I don't think it helps me out a ton. But yeah. I think it could maybe it, it, the reason why I was kind of skeptical is it's close to another category. But I, I think the, the category be uh, would, would would a pop star wear a costume from this movie? Mostly because. <laughs> oh, the, I like that. The like cop in a uniforms, concert, you think? Like in yes. a video or, or a music like a video. red carpet? OK. Yeah. Or just like in a pop star. Mostly because the, the cop uniform reminds yeah. me so much of Janet Jackson's yeah, Rhythm, Rhythm Nation. Nation. Uh, even sure. though that was before, but I was just like, I could see that. Absolutely. Um, but that, that'd be my category. Would a pop star wear it? Would a pop star wear any, any costume? I love it. Proudly. Not ashamed? Not ironically. Not ashamed. <laughs> yes. Not for a worst not dress lost party? Yeah. yeah, not. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so it has to be positive. Okay, got that's right. Um, that's it's not a pun. Flaunting, flaunting the costume. <laughs> that's a different category. Would a pop star be ashamed to wear anything in this movie? <laughs> Well, what would you give Demolition Man and would a pop star wear a costume from this film? I think there's a few, even that jewel dress. Yeah, the jewel dress for sure is the kimonos. Is like, thing. What's that Madonna video where she's in the kimonos? The kimonos? I bet there's that Madonna. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> Again, and even the 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 very, very weird Taco Bell costumes. I I, I don't know why I'm so obsessed with them, but <laughs> yeah. it's, uh-huh. it's such a weird choice for a restaurant. <laughs> true, true. <laughs> But yeah, I think I'd go. I think I'm gonna I'm gonna juke in high here. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm gonna go one zero zero, baby. One hundred, yeah. he says. I'll go ninety four. Ninety four. Madonna's not easily sold. <laughs> She's already done kimonos once. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Janet already has the military uh, right. ball cap look. Yeah, His looks have been bitten already. Uh, I swear they must have seen that video. It it is so it was everywhere. There's no way yeah. anyone who was alive missed that video. True. <laughs> what was that 89, 88? I think it's I think something like that. 89. Yeah. Uh, I'll give it a 95. Give it an average of 96.33. All right. Now we're into the bonus categories. Extra, extra. So these categories, as their name implies, are bonus. So it's just extra percentage points it gets. So it's in, so now it's going to be zero to ten, and it'll be that percentage bonus points that it gets. So if it doesn't do well in any of these categories, it doesn't work against its overall score. It's going to do well in all of them. I'm really? Yeah. Wow. I love the confidence. <laughs> all right. The first one, Alan. Musical potential. Could you see a musical being made out of Demolition Man? 
Oh, absolutely. <laughs> I think so. Pretty easy. You absolutely could have. I was thinking yeah. this whole time. I was like, this would actually be a fun thing to try to figure out. Yeah. Just like the whole fish out of water element. Or maybe, yeah. Maybe even it's an so ice operatic. show, they do those still. I mean, like every fight scene is a different number. Like it's done. Yes. Like it's yeah. the structure's there. <laughs> also, all the jingles, they already have like a musical right. thing, like the jingles. A, a world that you could use. You can have in game in in uh, movie promotion, like just having them sing right. jingles throughout the musical. I thought this was making money all on its own. <laughs> That's right. The number when he's uh when he's uh when Simon Phoenix is like in the museum getting all the guns and the guy the what's your boggle? Oh, yeah. I think that could be a song of like <laughs> what's I think your boggle? I, I think I'm gonna like it here. You know, right. a spotlight <laughs> song. Yeah, the boggle guy. Absolutely. <laughs> Dennis Leary's rants could be some sort of weird song. Definitely. Yeah. Take some send a maniac to catch a maniac. I was thinking maybe Scissor Sisters. We hire Jake Shears to do the music for this. We'll see if he's available <laughs> after the Tammy Faye musical comes out. I have a is he doing a Tammy Faye musical with Elton John? I wow. think so. I'm interested. Yeah, <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> I'm pretty sure he was. Oh, maybe I'm wrong on that. But I know Elton John is definitely doing a Tammy Faye musical. God bless him, as they should. Yeah. Can I can I just say I, I live near Dodger Stadium when they where they had the Elton John. And it's oh, yeah. by far the loudest concert. I could hear it from my apartment. It was wow. incredible. Congrats. Yeah. <laughs> I was thinking this, John, has this ever happened? Okay. With the musical? Because I don't know, like, where there's like two, like, where there's a hero and a villain. Have there ever been like, oh, <laughs> one songwriter will write the hero songs and a completely different team will work on like the villain songs. And then maybe uh, we collaborate I don't on believe the others. I don't oh. believe anything like that has happened. There are like a couple like musical reviews where there's like, like there's a musical called Working where it's like based on that Studs Terkel novel and lots of different people just like contributed a song or two. But I don't as far as I'm aware of, no one's ever done what you just suggested. I'm a revolutionary. Yeah, let's let's get on that immediately. <laughs> yeah, let's get it. I created a new form. I did it. You did it, Mark. <laughs> um, listeners, I, I'm sure if we're wrong, someone will let us know. Please. No, they never do that. No. <laughs> we love them for it. <laughs> They actually don't. They're actually very nice. I wish yeah. they would oh, do it more, good. actually. Really yeah. <laughs> well, don't say that. <laughs> yeah, John. God. What? Wait a minute. It turned on John. Uh, Alan, <laughs> what do you want to give this for musical potential? Uh, a thousand percent. What are you, you talking about? Yeah. Oh, sorry. It's out of 10. Sorry, 10. I heard, it. I heard 10. <laughs> yeah. What if you're like, oh, sorry, six. Um, I'll give it a 10 as well. I think it would be uh, great. Yeah. I don't know if it has like I do think it is like a cult favorite now. I don't know if it has like the mainstream appeal, but I get what you're saying. But there are ways in which that also could work in your favor, in that you don't have to be so slav. You don't have to be so like slavish to it. Like you, it might yeah. give yeah. you a little more like room to be like, all right, it's not like the whole headset sex thing could be like a dream ballet. You love? Oh, those I would. Jobs. I would love. To I see love them a dream ballet. Scarves, <laughs> yes. <laughs> Minimalist sets. A lot of kissing in uh, that scene. I think it should actually, I sh it shouldn't feel minimalist. It should, but it, it will it be a substantial it section. Feel <laughs> yeah, exactly. It feels, yes. Hey, I got a perfect 10. Tying it with Rebecca. Awesome. Nice. All right. Next uh, category. Y'all's queen. Are they moments that may just say y'all's queen? I think all of Sly's one-liners were kind of like a Yas Queen moment. <laughs> Some of them are pretty good. Uh, Forgot to say Simon says. That one's really good. And then uh, when he like kills Simon, I think when he gets frozen and kicks his head off. What's the shatters. one? Yeah. That's what's pretty, the, that's a yes well, that's the moment. callback one. That's the best by far. 
What's the one where he hits him with the TV? He's like, it's it's something really stupid. Welcome to prime time, like, bitch. Yeah. It's, something, it's not different. even that good. It's not even that good, though. It's not that good. It's like you're, you're on TV or something, and he hits him with a giant TV. <laughs> <laughs> I think uh, Sandra Bullock beating up the guy, kicking him in the balls and all that. That's a Yas Queen moment. Yeah, it's pretty good. Um, I like Benjamin Bratt just full on going full scrapper at the end. Native is a Yas Queen moment for me. His hair gets messed up. We love to see it's that. a little ruffled. Well, yeah. Um, um, I think it's pretty good. I mean, anything it's not like, like a big like female empowerment moment. Though. Yeah, unfortunately. No. No. In fact, she's drugged for the last, yeah. <laughs> the last yeah. part of the he movie. Knocks her we, out. Man, what a bummer. He doesn't go see his daughter. He's not all that upset. His wife's dead. <laughs> we don't know he doesn't see his daughter. Yeah, that that's, was, uh, that's, I'm sorry, Mark's working on that in the sequel. <laughs> that's right. That's in the novelization. <laughs> I do remember in the pinball reading game. You see the daughter. An article that they wanted, uh, I think they wanted like Meryl Streep or something to play his daughter. Uh, wow. I'm not even joking. Could you imagine? Like, it, that no way It'd that would be a whole happened. different movie. <laughs> then it's about the daughter. That's right. <laughs> and then her father is like dating Sandra Bullock, who's like younger than her. Oh, oh, oh no. Worms. Right, right, right. Well, no, he should date someone older because then he's actually younger than them, even though like because he's I know, frozen it's in a mess. Baseballs. It's. Well, what do you want to give this for? Yas Queen, Alan. You know, I just remembered his 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 love of knitting as well. Um, every time that was brought up, I always got a kick, kick, kick out of that. I'm going to go fairly. I think I'm going to go. I think I'm going to go four. Four. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I'm going to have to go two. Two, John. Right, I'm going to give it a, I'll go three. Oh, yes. There we go. <laughs> Duke uh, with me. <laughs> uh, I'll give it a five. Giving it an average of four. That's how math works. All right. The next category, messy diva. I think Simon Phoenix is a bit of a messy diva. A little bit. Yeah. I don't think it's messy so much as like chaotic. Yeah, it's more chaotic than messy. You don't think chaotic and messy are like kind of have a lot of overlap? I think they do, but I think there's yeah. that, that what makes you more for when the have chaotic. you seen an organized mess? He does improvise quite That's a bit. It. He is, yeah, right. he is kind of messy, but it's even not planning. Like but he's, but he's like, like blowing shit up like left and right. He's fighting people. Like it's not people. like he's not yeah. like ah, like he's, he's not like falling. So you're like, saying an in, uh, it does say <laughs> you know unintentional I mean? like, messy. He, he does get thwarted. Just sort lot. of like you yeah. know, like thinking about it. You're trying to justify a low score is what you're doing. <laughs> <laughs> trying to have a conversation so that we get the I'm, score lower. That's what I'm trying to do. Uh huh. <laughs> I have no dog in this fight. I like this movie. <laughs> We all not do. enough. <laughs> <laughs> you must think it belongs to the criterion. I said it does. Okay. At Christmas, I gave it uh, three and a half stars in Letterboxd this time. I bumped it to four. Hey, oh, I think four I think is your a heart very grew three sizes that yeah. day. It really did. I was like, this is a delightful movie. And also, it was like, at first, I was like, oh boy, I have to watch Demolition Man. I just watched it. It was great. It was just, you know what I mean? It's like there wasn't any like part where like this dragged or like oh boy, I remember this. I was like, I'm enjoying it each time. Mm-hmm. I enjoy it. Yeah. I really wish they need to put out a 4K Blu-ray because then I will buy that. They only have some weird shoddy Blu-ray oh. from a few years ago. I'm not interested. Yeah, that's give me the, the one 4K. I Start the campaign. With the Criterion campaign. Yeah, surely, absolutely. Um, 
They could put triangle. If they're doing triangle of sadness, they could do Demolition Man. <laughs> uh, did you see you Triangle to- Sadness? I did. I liked it. I liked it quite a bit. It was, but I don't think it's like yeah. one of the best movies of the 21st century or anything. You know? I mean? no, no, it's 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 pretty, fun though. It's yeah. fun. I would say it's also a romp. Oh, for sure. That means that moments definitely the gross out scenes in that movie are very funny, legendary. Um, um, speaking of gross out, messy diva, a messy diva. We really don't have that much, though. We have mostly just Simon Phoenix. Is yeah, that's kind of it. Diva ist. If we can, if we can one to one convert chaos to messy, <laughs> I think uh, there's a lot of overlap. Which uh, I'm hearing there's a lot of overlap. I'm gonna go. <laughs> Sources are saying there's a lot of overlap <laughs> <I'm coming> <laughs> on the street. <laughs> uh, 7.5. 7.5. I love a decimal. Uh, I'm going to go three. Three. Uh, I'll give it a six. Give it an average of 5.5. Pretty good. All right. Next category. Macabre. How macabre is Demolition Man? It's really dark if you really kind of think about it. <laughs> Right. right, but Simon on, Phoenix's is rap sheet is macabre. It's brutal. They show like, his, but it is also so. The first one they show is rape, and I was like, "Oh my god, Jesus!" Yeah, there are elements that are really bad, but the 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 way it's portrayed in the movie is kind of just like, yeah, but we sacrifice so much for peace. <laughs> yeah, and right, it's like, right, right. I, I don't, I don't know if that sits well with me. Like anything also, not good for you is bad. Yeah, and illegal. <laughs> Yeah, including spicy food is illegal. This world. (laughs) This is a world where they they freeze prisoners and not rich people. So I guess there's that. But and apparently they're awake (laughs) the whole time. They have dreams. Yeah, Yeah, and that's super dark. That's messed up. Yeah. And also all the innocent people that are killed in the opening. That's true. The whole like busload of people People that are blown up. That's rude. Yeah, they have to steal so their dark. Taco Bell instead of ordering it. Mm-hmm. John, you would hate the show The Leftovers. <laughs> Why is this in a Taco Bell? No, the people are referred to as leftovers, and there's so much Taco Bell and hardly any eating ass. I did like Huxley's uh, portrait of John F. Kennedy. I thought that was macabre. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> In her weird Lethal Weapon 3 poster. I love the Lethal Weapon 3 poster. (laughs) Rob Schneider has one of the funniest lines of the movie, though, to me. Said no one. one. (laughs) Yeah, I know. It's it's such a bummer that that's the case. But He disappears. Yeah, thank God. Uh, There's the line where he's like, we're police officers. We're not built to deal with this kind of violence. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's really funny. I wonder if this is what this must have been what got him Judge Dredd. Well, it's like years later. I think so. Yeah. Yeah. This is his audition. Oh, man. I should have chosen Judge Dredd. No, that movie's awful. (laughs) That movie's an anti romp. That movie's a slog. I haven't seen it in so long. I I remember Armand Asante being out of this world. It was a quarantine watch with like friends. And we just watched it like we FaceTimed with each other while watching it. And it was like, this movie sucks. (laughs) Not in a fun way. It just like sucks. Yeah. The new Dread with Carl Urban. Oh, I love great. the new. That movie's great. Lena Headley, John. I love her. Love Mau Mau. I think it's fair. I think it's. I think the world of this movie is really dark. Secretly macabre. Which Secretly is kind of the macabre. message of the movie. Yes, which maybe is fixed at the end. So I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go pretty high on the. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go nine. I think nine. Yeah. 
I think perfect it is, Halloween viewing. You're saying. I think what you're saying is all true, <laughs> but I also think it is such a it has such a like a a sweet polish and glow to it. Yeah, so I'm gonna have to yeah. go six. It's a cheerful movie. It's it's the classic, you know, uh, utopia really dystopia thing. Yeah, right. Uh, I'll give it a seven. Giving it a seven point three three. All right, the last of the bonus categories: gay actors playing gay roles. Well, we got Glenn Shaddix and Nigel yeah. Hawthorne. Both gays. Yeah, that's true. That hardly ever happens. Uh, one man of power. The other very, very cunning. A po- very devoted politician. It, always. I, I don't yeah. know. If, I don't think I wouldn't consider him devoted. I think he's just he's cunning uh, for sure. He's cunning because yeah. he's always like, well, that guy's gone. Uh, I can he's like a little when he's devoted to you, he's <laughs> devoted to you. That's right. Until but you the die. Second... Uh, when there's a oh, the, there's a change in the wind. My devotion yes. goes with it. But the devotion is there. Yeah. As long as you can keep him. <laughs> he's a hungry bottom. You got to earn it. Some might say <laughs> insatiable bottom associate Bob. Insatiable. I do sir. wish there was associate Bob like merch out there. Where's his Funko gotta be. a T-shirt, <laughs> a Lego set. Are you listening, Funko? They, I would hope so. <laughs> you have any Funko pops, Alan? Uh, I don't think so. No, you don't think so. I will. A friend of mine <laughs> gave me a bunch of like toys that she didn't want anymore. And I was like, I guess I'll take these. Uh, uh, sure. <laughs> so I might, but I, I don't know. You haven't sure. unpacked it all. Fair enough. Um, well, what do you want to give this for gay actors playing gay roles? There's at least two. Which there's is at least two. And there's also on. not like a gay role that like a straight actor is playing. Right. Yeah. Um, and I, I'd say they're pretty they're pretty important characters to the story. Uh, I'm going to go six. Six. Yeah. I'll go six as well. You know, I'll be demonic and also go six. Given an average of yes. six. Oh, we need to up our macabre score. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Now we are into the iconic categories. All right. So these categories are bigger, more wide reaching, important elemental categories. So it's zero to 300. All right. The first one, Alan, what would you give Demolition Man in homoeroticism? How homoerotic is Demolition Man? They do have all the Tom of Finland cops. That, there's, there's the, the cops. Gay, definitely there's, have a gay energy. They there's do grapple in their first fight. Freezing and all that stuff. Like, yep. Um, Benjamin Brack gets a leather makeover. True. See, I think the two sides are there's the upper, there's Dr. Cocteau, which are the fussy, uptight gays. Right. And then there's the, uh, the scrappers are the gays, yeah. kinky leather guys. Right. The leather daddies. They need to get along. We do need yeah. to meet in the middle, yes. <laughs> yeah. We don't need to cancel out the other. <laughs> There's room at brunch and for all of us. Also, there was something just the uh, all of the all the time Sandra Bullock would get like a mount make a malapropsin. Like you really licked his ass. Yeah. Oh, I loved her like funny runner. See, John, wrong. it's funny. Yeah. It is funny. <laughs> You're gonna have to rewatch this in two months. I can't wait. <laughs> it's not the most homoerotic movie. No, it's not. Creed, is it more again, homoerotic Creed than three? Was much more. I Definitely. can't believe I didn't choose that movie. Um, <laughs> this is better than Creed three, though. I really enjoyed Creed three, but I, 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 I do agree it. with you. I do. Agree. I liked anything that like what was Creed's arc though? He doesn't like learn a lesson. He doesn't like he learns no, to open up to his wife. Movie. I know, but <laughs> like, I like he doesn't have a it. challenge. <laughs> There's like his life is perfect, and then someone from his past shows up, but for which you just kind of like lost contact with him. 
And yeah, I mean, it seemed, like, that's, I think what happened did, was fucked up, but like also, yeah, it's been a, not it's been that a big a deal, really. Yeah, I wouldn't say that, but okay. It's it all a little cartoony. Yes. Yeah, true. Love um, the fight scenes, but it was fun. A little anime touches in there. I want also whatever edible Tessa Thompson was on. She was like such like <laughs> yeah. she seemed so stoned out of her mind the entire movie. <laughs> to me. Am I crazy to think like she was like kind of bad in it? Is that crazy? I, I also just watched the first Creed the morning before, like the morning uh, yeah. of I watched Creed, which I think like it makes me cry like three times in that movie. It's like such like uh-huh. a good, great, amazing. I think it works sure. on every level. Then you watch yeah. this one like, oh, this is like the dumb version. Yeah, she's just not in it enough. I feel like I think to... I, she probably also like her character does not that make make that much sense from scene to scene. Like if you really yeah. look at it, so it's probably like she's bad. It's like no, she's just inconsistent because Zonks. the script is like maybe a little you're angry. Zonked, yeah. Now you're now you're rooting for it. Now you're this. Now you're upset about the kid. Yeah. Now you're bringing the kid. We don't want our wrong. kid to fight now unless she this. takes boxing lessons. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. Know <laughs> if that solves anything. <laughs> But uh, did we say homoeroticism? Homo or do you want to give Demolition Man uh, out of three hundred? Let me. I'm gonna go two hundred. Two hundred. Yeah, I'm gonna have to say I think it's that Stallone and his freezing and unfreezing is to me pretty much all of it. It's Don't all forget it. the cop uniforms I'll, and the cop uniforms. But I'll go a hundred. A hundred. It's up to me to make peace. <laughs> I I feel like the Demolition <laughs> or, Man or the right choice. Oh. Or the right choice. <laughs> yeah. uh, I'll go 175. Given an average of 158.33, which is wow. Uh, two point, I don't know, 56, <laughs> 57, 56 points higher than Star Trek 2. Wow. Wow. All right, our next one. This one might be tough. Queer 101. Would you consider Demolition Man an essential queer text, essentially? Essentially. I really. I, I mean, I would think the only thing I, I would say is like real stretch. Glenn Shaddock's complete. Like, you know what I mean? I do think he is <laughs> sure. like one. But like, is that 101? Is Glenn Shaddock queer 101? <laughs> Should be. For a completionist. Yeah, I think so. One could if argue. If you're a completionist, you're going past 101. I think like completion is 101. <laughs> Damn, you're right. Same thing. Right. <laughs> I get like, I love him. And if we do a festival of his movies, I'm totally excited. But when 101. You do yeah. Uh, yeah, I kind of have to be. I, I don't even. But but here's my question then. I what would the queer one on one movie be for action movie? Like, what's the queer action where you're just like Point Break? Point Break. Yeah, that sounds right. He does shoot off his gang as gun ungr- angrily. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah, I can't I think, think of break. anyone. Point Break. We've done it. What is point? We've done Point Break. Where is Point Break? Point here's your real competition. <laughs> yeah, I think that is the real competition. God, I love uh, Point Break. Did pretty well, as I recall. Got Lori Petty Point in there. Break the is 30s. place. No, it's a 46th place with a 72.68. So we'll see. Yeah. Um, but queer 101 for this movie. I don't even think I can stretch that. Uh, I, <laughs> you can. There's no law. I would feel wrong, though. Uh, I see. It wouldn't feel right. It wouldn't sit or, well. You wouldn't sleep. I would never sleep right again. Never sleep again. <laughs> I'd be crying too much. Mm. I don't even know if I can give it uh, 50. Shoot, I don't know. 50? Yeah. All right. I just yeah. can't imagine this being like, I, yeah, I can't imagine. 
I can't imagine being like, we're really going to talk about this. Yeah. <laughs> I wouldn't be mad. I would love it too, but like, but you'd be like, this is queer. What, what class is this? Again? Yeah. I'll go 30. 30. I'm going to go 62. Giving it a 47.33, which is five points higher than the Philadelphia story. Eat shit, Philadelphia. That's right. I knew I liked you, Mark. <laughs> All right. Are you not a fan of the Philadelphia story? I actually haven't seen the Philadelphia story. It's fine. It's good. It yeah. is good. It's a good. It's a very good classic movie. Yeah. A little slow. It's one of those like, oh, this is a based on a play. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it was based on a play. That's why there's a lot of talking in rooms. <laughs> in rooms. <laughs> at one house. All right. Finally, the last of the iconic categories. You probably make up some points here. Camp factor. How campy is Demolition Man? Oh, just the campiest. <laughs> it's like Flash Gordon up in here. Yeah. It's, so yeah. <laughs> it's like Flash Gordon, but good. It's it's not Vincent Price campy, but it's it's certainly Vincent up Price there. could have easily been Dr. Cocteau. Wouldn't that have been amazing? That would have been great. <laughs> when does like Dr. Fives get up? I would have loved that. I think camp is, well, I think it's pretty high. I don't know if it's 300 high. I can definitely sure. get campier movies, but I'm also trying to win. Um, win? <laughs> what is winning? Mean the integrity you? debate always gets real tough in the, last <laughs> category, the iconic categories. <laughs> camp, this is definitely the strongest for it in the iconic yeah. categories. This of these categories, strong. definitely. But there's yeah. a way in which like, like fifth element is like campy. This like is like it's, yeah. it's like under fifth element to me, I would say, in camp. And fifth element has more campy characters in it yeah. other than Chris Tucker. Right. Um but I think like this... if you put Wesley Snipes up to Chris Tucker, Chris Tucker wins. Yeah. For it, yeah. For sure. Not for a fight scene. Not, no, no, not for <laughs> no, absolutely not. <laughs> I see that though. Um I do like this movie more than Fifth Element, though. Like I find this a more enjoyable, easier to watch. Like, I think I like this get a little pokey or I think I like this equally as much. Hmm. <laughs> Where's fifth element in the rank rankings? Oh boy. We've done fifth <laughs> element. <laughs> fifth element. Oh, fifth element is higher than point. Fifth element is in 30th place with a 77.80. So only about a 5% difference between point mm-hmm. break and uh fifth element. But fifth element is in 30th. So high. I, I can't, it's not campier than fifth element. Oh, God, this is so the 300 is really throwing me. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, I'm going to go uh, 202. Yeah. 202. Yeah. I'll go 135. 135. John, are you insane? Taco Bell's every restaurant. <laughs> uh, I got a quick list of campy things I noticed. Uh here we go. The title card, Los Angeles 1996, over the burning Hollywood sign. The font in the opening credits, snarky graffiti at Ethical Plaza, remembering a time when Dennis Leary was palatable. Is Rob Schneider so anti-camp? He's camp? Discuss. A poster for <laughs> Lethal Weapon 3, Sassin, your parole officer, an eyeball on a stick, anything chrome, computer hypnosis, a white man in a kimono telling you to enhance your calm, being thawed, the three seashells toilet, the San Angeles Museum of History, cars with gold wing doors the movie's commitment to issuing swearing tickets seeing the font from the diablo games in places other than diablo sly raz and arnold a dan cortez cameo escaping in a minivan using the love boat theme to set the mood jackie chan movies a lightning gun and finally the song demolition man by sting playing over the end credits 
I think it's pretty dang campy. I'm going to give it a 225. Yes. Mm-hmm. I forgot about the three seashells. I can't believe we haven't brought that up. <laughs> what do we think? The three? I assume it's like some sort of bidet function. That's what I would imagine. You think water's game? flowing out of one of those seashells? Or you turn it, and I think I think it's the controls because they show it. It's like oh. to the left. You see the three seashells at one point. You think but they chose it, seashells so it over buttons for controlling a bidet? That's so you know the right button to push. What's more aesthetically <laughs> pleasing? You know, have you seen like moms who like decorate? Like I went with the beach theme in the bathroom. Yeah, sure, and right, like, right. Everyone went with sure, the beach sure, theme. Sure, sure. Yeah, this that is makes a more sense. upscale version of that. Yeah, no, it so, checks out. It so checks I guess out. Sly was just walking around with like a unwiped butt. Oh no, he took the uh, swear words oh, to right, right, right. Uh, wipe Jeez. his butt. Good use for him. Great um, use. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I did. It did make me laugh every time you just hear in the background. Yeah, I know yeah, the swearing ticket issue. I love. I love when they commit to a bit like that. Yeah, really good. Uh, hey, got a one eighty seven point thirty three in camp. Uh, not as h- higher. That's about a uh, hundred and twenty. Six points higher than Philadelphia story. Okay. All right. Now we're into the crown jewel. So these categories we don't rate. We just say yes or no. We think it gets this bonus. All right. The first one, a 50% bonus for all the points for a positive portrayal of homosexuality. Does Demolition Man have a positive portrayal of homosexuality? I would say no. John says no. I don't think it's negative, but I don't think we really, they really truly portray. I think it's very neutral. I think it's like all sexuality in this, in this movie is kind of not important. Um, Well, it's all sanitized. Yeah. In this Mm -hmm. world. But I do like that. It's like gay fascists. Like you don't see that a lot running the world. Like this is like, oh, that's always an option. (laughs) <laughs> screenwriters <laughs> that's a positive portrayal we try it on that. yeah but it's like why Fascist can't gay people very be positive. the villain you know what i mean yeah. like why can't they be a villain but not motive yeah. you know but no, and also no one makes fun of them for being gay ever in the movie true because i don't think we're meant to actually think they're gay it was 1993 you know what i mean like i don't think that they were like he's really gay i don't know i think i laid out a but it's in like the future i think you from did but i think you're giving this yeah dr cocteau come on mm-hmm. <laughs> Smithers. Smithers. Um, What do you think, Alan? I really feel like it rides the line. Um, It does. Well, I can't. I can't be the deciding factor. Well, then it doesn't get it. Then, then it does. Then it doesn't get it, Alan. Then it doesn't get (laughs) it. As as much as that hurts, I have to be true to myself. It doesn't get it. We say we all have to agree, but usually it's two out of three. We don't say we have to agree. It's 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 always we've done two out of three before. Yeah. It happens a lot. All right. Finally, the <laughs> last very normal category, negative 50% of all the points. If this is the movie Stonewall, this is not the movie Stonewall. So this is not lose 50% of its points. <laughs> all right. That's it. We're done. Okay. Alan. So now that we've been through it all, uh-huh. do you think it's going to do better than jingle all the way? Absolutely. Point break. Oh, that one. I don't know. Um, maybe Fifth element. Definitely not. <laughs> all right. Well, I will tell you exactly how it did. Out of a total possible 2,395.53 points, Demolition Man has scored 1,600.20 points, giving it a percentage of 66.80, making it the 74th gayest movie ever. Not as gay as Hackers, but gayer than the 2022 Scream. Oh, yes. I'll take it. Yeah. That's pretty good. I'll it's, take it's it. Good. And it's not that far off from Point Break. It's only like uh, 
where did it go? Oh, 72. <laughs> it's like, uh, I don't know. What did I say? It's like six points away. All Six right. percentage points away from points. Oh, that's more than fair. I accomplished everything I wanted to do today. <laughs> you really did. You really did. I think that's a very respectable showing. You did. Well, Alan, thank you so much Such for bringing this movie in. Yeah, this was a blast. Glad I finally saw it. Me too, John. And <laughs> I'm also glad. It. Yeah, I did like it. What a treat for you. Oh, so nice. But what? See, uh, but then I have to watch like these three hour musicals. John gets to watch Demolition Man. <laughs> You just decide to be miserable, and I decide to enjoy it. The filmmaker. That's right. Decided. It is a choice, Mark. I yeah. always give a, a movie choice. 10 minutes. Uh-huh. I give a movie 10 minutes. Sure. It sounds like you do. I feel I like do. I give a movie 40 minutes. You got to give it more than 10. 40? Yeah. I feel you like gotta, you can tell you if you're... Meat. No, you could tell within your good hands just how they handled entrances, you know, and you could sure. just tell. Establishing the world, whatnot. Yeah, you yeah. can just tell. You do put your best stuff at the front, and if you yeah. mess that up, then... Then you well, got to win them back, which is harder. True. I'm not... Good luck. <laughs> well, Alan, thank you so much. Is there anything you like to plug, promote, or shill for at this time? Uh, just a self shill. Uh, started a yeah. podcast uh, with my buddy Justin and Tyler uh, called Better Than the Movie. It's just an adaptations podcast. Uh, we did one episode on the M. Night Shyamalan Knock at the Cabin. Oh. Um, so you have to read a book and watch a movie? Yeah. That's a lot of work. It, we're trying to choose very small books, <laughs> and also <laughs> I've learned it again. <laughs> I've learned the beauty of audiobooks again. Oh, nice! That's smart. But yeah, the the ne- next one we're doing is All Quiet on the Western Front, which I'm listening to the audiobook for. And that man, that's a truly an amazing book. I can't wait for that one. Oh, really? Yeah. Have you seen the Netflix one already? Not yet. And I'm even going to watch the the one from the 30s. I think we oh. saw like a cut of that too. That one's probably better. I think it is actually, yeah. But I'm excited. Yeah. Well, I'm enjoying it a lot thus far. Yeah. What did you think of Knock at the Cabin? I was I was really divided because I love the book and the, book's the movie. Amazing. I the like movie, the book too. The movie diverges quite a bit. I'm like uh, fine with that point. though. You know what I mean? Because like to I, me, I, like, I was the fine book with it still too. exists. Like it doesn't yeah. take away from the right. book. You still I, have the book. I'd I like to see someone else's take on it. Yeah. I kind of made the comparison of the Annihilation movie, which is oh, sure. very different from that book. It's like kind of just two people riffing on the same idea. And yeah. that's kind of what I took away from Knock at the Cabin. It's like he made his version of that. Yeah. And it's different, but it's also good. And it's also entertaining. Yeah. It's just less bleak. <laughs> the book is, is so bleak. It's insane. <laughs> yeah. <dark> it is. <laughs> I love that, guys. Have you read other ones by Paul, Paul Tremblay? We're talking, everyone should be no, but Paul people Tremblay. have been trying to get me to read him for years. I'm glad I read this one. I'm definitely going to read he's more. great. He's, he's fantastic. The one yeah. disappearance at Devil's Rock is uh, truly creepy. Oh, okay, maybe I'll read that next. All right. Well, check out that podcast. You can follow us at Twitter and Instagram at Two Old Queen TWO Old Queens. Follow me on Letterboxd, where I maintain the current movie rankings. Yes, you can email us at Two Old Queens TWO Old Queens. Let us know what you thought. If we got anything wrong, uh, have have you written a musical with someone else where you each wrote a different person's part? Let us know. We'd love to was hear it a it hit? And promote it. Yeah, Did you write Mark, Rick- Mark was the box office boffo. That's all Mark cares about. Bottom <laughs> that's line. All, that's the only way that matters. That's a, how else do you know if something's good? How do you measure it? it makes money? Mm-mm. You could also uh, make us money by <laughs> merch. Go to tpublic.com slash old queens. But I tell you, a percentage of the proceeds goes to the Okra Project. So you're not just helping us. You're helping others. Right. And we also have a Patreon. Uh, two old queens for $5 a month. You get an extra episode every other week. So, you know, you get one a week. You know how it works. 
that's math. Um, We'll see you next time, everybody. Stay safe. Goodbye. Now it's time for credits. We got music by Danny Cohen. Artwork by Conrad Shin. And special thanks to Alex Archer and Mike Rennie. Bye. We didn't get that right. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50 luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.